Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. It is Taz the Moose with you here on this Wednesday morning as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Who found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house home? Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Mike Pete across the way. Bogus your updates. We welcome aboard right now. Former star quarterback at Georgia, and that is Aaron Murray, CBS Sports College football analyst, joins us now. Joins us before. Good morning, Aaron. Taz of the Moose with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning, bud. What's up, Aaron? What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing today? Doing well. Doing well. So, Aaron, come just quickly for you personally. Come February, you're going to be in the XFL. Yeah, man. I got to get my butt in shape now. So it's kind of you know I've been nice and comfy in studio doing games, and then you know I decided that I just love being punished by dudes that are a lot bigger than me so <laughs> yeah i've been working out throwing and uh, we actually start we have a two-week mini camp in december then we get christmas off and then we start practice all teams will go to houston for three weeks practice inter practice against each other a couple scrimmages that kind of thing and then first game actually up in new york on uh, february 9th wow so be, uh, ho- hopefully the weather will be a little bit warm so i'm, I'm not used to playing like 20 degree weather so wait would you say the date guys- uh, would you say the date was again I want to say February eighth or ninth. I'll go right. for the Saturday or Sunday game. It's going to be freezing, dude. So. <laughs> oh, you're killing me. It's going to be I gotta, freezing. I got I got to call Kurt Warner and figure out what kind of glove I need to wear. Today. Well, that's exactly my, right. Yes, my baby hands can't handle that kind of cold. <laughs> that's funny, <laughs> <laughs> baby hands. Uh, you know, Aaron. Before we get into the latest college football rankings, and by, by the way, we wish you best of luck yeah, in the luck, XFL. Man. All right, yep, yep. we enjoyed watching you play quarterback sure. and, and go get it. Uh, come early February. Uh, you know, the two injury down in Alabama, you know, Aaron, is really heartbreaking. It really is. You feel for him. People talk about, you know, the long road it's going to take him to get back here. Uh, you know, what what was your take? You know, I know people were critical somewhere. Taz and I weren't about him being in the game at 35-7. No one's anticipating that kind of an injury. But, you know, it's a shame to see a guy that's got so much ability, so much talent, and potentially the number one overall pick in April's NFL draft go down to this kind of a significant hip injury. Yeah, it stinks. And and first, I want to go back to those who are saying that, you know, he shouldn't have been in the game. You know, he's run a million two-minute drives his whole life. When it comes to football, and I don't care if it's high school, college, NFL, most games, especially competitive games, what do they come down to? The two-minute drive. Like, the two-minute drive is something when I was in Kansas City with the Chiefs, we would, that's the first thing we learned when OTA started. It's the first thing we went over in, in camp when uh, when August rolled around. I mean, the two-minute drill is one of the most important things. If you ask Tom Brady, you know, to take, you know, hey, Tom, we're going to take you out of this two-minute drive. Like, hell no, I need as many reps running a two-minute drive because the big games always come down to those last two minutes. So I love the fact that he was in the game. I think he should have been in there. I guarantee you he would not have started the second half. He was getting the reps. So you just you, – you can't play scared and you can't play worried that a player is going to get hurt because then that's usually when injuries happen. You just got to let them go out there and do their thing. I do wish Tua 
had a little bit more awareness and understanding that, listen, we're up, what is it, 35 to 6 or whatever it was, 35-7. I'm out of the pocket. I'm a little bit banged up. I got two dudes that are just chasing me down. Just throw the ball away, man. At that point, throw it away, live to play another down instead of taking the hit and landing on your hip. But overall, it stinks. You hate seeing guys get hurt. You say you hate seeing a guy who not only means so much to Alabama and, and their season and all he's done these past couple of years, but this, the, the college football. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm I'm one of many people who every Saturday <clears throat> tune in to watch Alabama destroy everyone, but you're tuning in to watch Tua. You're tuning in to watch Tua and these receivers put up just crazy stats and it's just it's always amazing to me to see the timing, the chemistry, the accuracy, the playmaking ability from within the pocket, outside the pocket and and I don't know. I I'm not a doctor, obviously I didn't say that uh, you know, a holiday in last night, so I don't know how long the recovery is going to be, if he's going to be able to participate in, say, a pro day, if he's going to be able to participate in OTAs. And if that is something that he can do, does he decide to come back for another year? I'm sure a bunch of Alabama fans are hoping that. I'm sure every other fan base in America is praying that he decides to go to the NFL. Uh, regardless, I mean, you guys said it, he is, he is first-round talent. He's extremely accurate. He has great arm strength. He's a playmaker, which all NFL scouts love nowadays. I mean, they love a guy – who's creative in the pocket, can get outside the pocket, can create on the run, and he is check, check, check all the boxes when it comes to that. Yeah, no doubt, Aaron. But So let's say, like with Tua, so let's say he does decide to go to the NFL, right? So, like, you know the deal here. So let's say he goes in the draft. You know, I mean, it's going to be really hard to believe that he's going to be high up as he initially was. I mean, he's probably going to lose a ton of money, right? So if you were him... How would you handle it? You know, you're not 23 years old anymore, right? He's 23. His family's, you know, giving him advice. I'm sure Saban's giving him advice and his people or whatever. But how would you handle it? Would you go back to school, just get your education, rehab the right way? I, I don't think he's going to go back and play at Alabama again. But if he does go back, maybe just to get his education, then wait a year and go back in. Like, how would you uh, handle it if, if you were in his position? So, uh... At the end, if you if you do say you know say say he drops the to late end of the first round, so you're saying okay he lost all that money he could have been a top ten pick. Right. Well, then you say the fact that if he does stay, well you're losing a year of money anyway. So that's that's kind of how it, it pays off. And 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 it too has been shown, and and that's something that I guess is going to be a big knock on him is the fact that he does get banged up. You know you look at yep. last year yep. in the ankle, this year ankle now hip. So in his mind too, it's like hey listen if I come back for a senior year and I get hurt again, well, you know, then I really am looking like, hey, can this guy play that next level? Can he handle the pounding of playing against guys that are even bigger, stronger, and faster in the NFL? So if I'm him, I'm, I'm taking the money and leaving. You know, obviously you, also you come back, and all those great receivers that you've built the chemistry with, and, and I'm sure Alabama, and, and, and they've recruited well, and they got receivers come back next year. But your top dudes, two or three of them, at least two of them, maybe three, are going to be in the NFL. So now you have to relearn chemistry with new receivers to That's get that timing point. down. So yeah. will you even be as successful next season as you were this year? So and then you run into the thing too of you know Trevor Lawrence is going to be the first pick in the draft next year. I don't think there's any doubt about it. I do think Jake Fromm stays for his senior year. So now you got two other quarterbacks. One for sure going to be ahead of you, Jake Fromm. I don't know if he will be ahead of you or not. But like I said. If I'm Tua and I know that I'm, I've been banged up these past few years, and that's kind of my mo. You know, if you're still projected first round pick, and you know that you can be healthy enough to participate in OTAs, and and like I said, maybe get back for your pro day, uh, then I'm taking it and rolling. And you want to talk about family? 
his brother Talia is the backup quarterback. So I'm sure Talia's like, "Hey, big bro, get your ass out of here. And let the little brother let the little brother get his yeah. chance to play yeah. here at Alabama." Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you, you know, Aaron, with with the Tua injury, did that dash the chances of Alabama winning a national championship? Yes. Well, I don't think they're going to win this year, anyways. This team. Uh, defensively is nowhere near capable of winning a championship. You, you look at the top teams in the country right now, um, and LSU, I, I, I do believe this was their last week as the number one team in the country. I just, defensively, it's, it's, it's nothing like we're used to seeing LSU football. So I, I think the top two teams in my mind are right now Ohio State and Clemson. And Clemson, no one wants to talk about Clemson. They're just sitting around getting better offensively. Trevor Lawrence has turned the page, I believe, of, of the turnover machine early in the season. These two teams, I think, are going to be on a collision course uh, to play each other in championships. So I don't think, even with a healthy Tua, uh, that this team was going to make a run for the championship or be in the championship game. And I don't even know if I would necessarily put them in that four spot regardless anyways if, if say, Georgia loses to LSU in the SEC championship game. I just don't think they're a complete football team. I don't think that you can tell me that this team can compete right now with Clemson and Ohio State. And obviously, they had their opportunity versus LSU. They had it. They were, the game was at Alabama, and LSU dominated from the whistle. Uh, they dominated the entire football game. So, um, no, it's a long answer. No, Alabama, I don't think, deserves to be in the top four. Uh, so, Aaron, what, what about, like, do you think, uh, you mentioned LSU. I mean, you think Joe Burrow, the, the QB at LSU, you think he goes number one now overall, or – do you think it's the edge rusher from the Buckeyes, Chase Young? Who, who do you think goes number one? Do you think it's going to be Burrow as far as the, a quarterback being number one? Well, definitely if, if, if it's, it's Cincinnati, and we know Andy Dalton, I think, is, uh, is going to be gone after this season. Uh, Ryan Finley's a good quarterback. I had that opportunity actually to cover Ryan Finley last year at NC State. Really talented, uh, can make all the passes, smart, good size. So I don't know if they see him necessarily, though, as the future if you have the opportunity to draft a Joe Burrow. So, I mean, we know it, it, it comes down to what that team needs. Usually a first draft means you need a quarterback. So if that team needs a quarterback uh, and it's Cincinnati, then heck yeah, if it's Cincinnati, Miami, they're going for it. But if it's the Jets and they got Darnold, then, you know, probably they probably will go with a Chase, you know, Chase Young, a guy that is, is, I think if you ask a lot of people, is probably the best player in this draft. But what wins championships? A quarterback. You need a gunslinger. All the best teams in, in college football, the best teams in the NFL, they got their million-dollar man. They got their $30 million man who's out there making all the calls, getting them in the right position, and going out there and kicking butt. So I think Joe Burrow, when it comes to NFL ability, is is beyond ready. I mean, he, he's the size. He has the arm strength. He has the accuracy. He has the the footwork, um, the ability to create with his legs. Um, he's sneaky fast, can get you 10, 15 yards. He's super tough. I mean, I wish he was a little less, less tougher. I wish he'd get his butt down and learn how to slide before he gets his ass knocked out. But um, he, And he's playing in a system. I mean, literally, if you watch LSU, and I've watched pretty much every single one of their games, it is identical. I mean, identical to what they're running in the NFL. Every single concept is the stuff that the Saints are running, the Kansas City Chiefs are running, the Rams are running, the Eagles are running, the Packers are running. I mean, this is an NFL offense, and he is throwing over 70%, ton of touchdowns, very few interceptions. I mean, he is getting, uh, getting used to this system, and I think it's going to be an easy transition for him to kind of take that over into the NFL next season. So I think if you're an NFL team, 
with the first pick and you need a quarterback, I think you'd be crazy not to take Joe Burrow. I think this guy is a game changer from day one. He walks in there, and I think he's ready to start week one in the NFL next season. All right, Aaron, uh, for the Utah fan and the Oregon fan out there that are on the outside looking in as this college football season is winding down, which one of those two programs do you think have the best chance of making a national semifinal? Well, it's, it's crazy to me that the committee right now, I think they've – I feel like they've almost made a statement saying if Georgia loses to LSU in the NFC Championship game, that right now we have Alabama ranked at five. And then those two programs in the Pac-12 ranked at six and seven right behind them. It's just, to me, it's, it's what, what can they now do to, to jump Alabama? Um, and, and if you look at Alabama, just take away, take away Nick Saban, take away the A, take away them being in the playoffs less, you know, since the very beginning of this whole system. And just look at a, a schedule. Just look at their schedule and what they've done this year, the body of work. And like I said, take away all the extra stuff. Can you tell me that unknown team deserves to be number five in the country? And the answer is no, it's not. You watch the film and you look at what they've done. I don't think they deserve right now to be number five. So it's kind of crazy to me. I don't know what Oregon and Utah can do to jump them right now. Maybe they're just waiting till one of them wins the Pac-12 championship to say, okay, now we have a Pac-12 champion. We'll move them into that four spot. But I do think that the Pac-12 does need Oregon to win, though, if they want to get in. I just don't know if Utah brings enough, uh, I guess you can say, sexiness to the whole scenario of the playoffs to jump Alabama. I do think Oregon, when you look at them, they lost the first game of the season. And regardless if Auburn's 9-3 and or 8-4, and this is a really good Auburn team, one of the best defenses in the country. Uh, they were winning that game, probably should have won that game, but it was, still, it was the first game of the season on a neutral site. And what have you done for me lately? They've ruled off uh, win after win after win after win. If they beat Utah in the, in the Pac-12 championship, that's 12 straight, 12 straight victories. So I think Oregon deserves to get in. I think Oregon's a great offense. they got a guy in Justin Herbert who's going to be a first-round pick. Most likely he's going to be in New York for the Heisman ceremony. Uh, you got a defense that's playing lights out right now. And, and you got a big brand name. I mean, Oregon is a big brand. But Utah, to me, that scares me. Even if they win, win versus Oregon, they win the Pac-12, they got one loss. I don't know if the committee looks at them and says, okay, you know, we, we want to build as much excitement around these players as possible. We want people tuning in and watching. We want people going to these games. If Utah and their brand brings enough excitement to jump Alabama, and, and, and what is that discussion within that boardroom? So, uh, I'm rooting for Oregon. I like Oregon a lot. I'm a big fan of Justin Herbert. And, and like I said, I think if they do pull it out, I think they could jump uh, jump Alabama and get to that four spot if Georgia loses to LSU. So, Aaron, what about uh, Ohio State? So, you know, they got a couple of tough games here to wrap this thing up. The regular season, they got Penn State and Michigan. You think they can get through both of those uh, those Big Ten teams, especially, you know, Michigan, that their arch, arch nemesis. You think Ohio State can get through Penn State and, and, uh, and the Wolverines? I do. I think they take care of business this weekend. You look at Clifford for Penn State, and when he had his, you know, they had their big opportunity, big moment versus Minnesota. The kid goes out there and, and throws three picks and just looks like he was not ready for the big scene. So the key for Penn State is obviously you can't turn the ball over. You can't give Ohio State explosive offense, good field position. So Clifford has to kind of eliminate the turnovers. But Ohio State, to me, is, is the best team in the country. Obviously, we know about Chase Young on the outside. Uh, and then Justin Fields, this is, to me, he is number two in my Heisman ballot. I think a lot of people's Heisman ballot. And, and, and Joe Burrow has a big lead right now. 
But if Justin Fields goes out there and balls out this week, if he goes out there and balls out for Mich- versus Michigan, if he goes out there and kicks butt in the Big Ten championship game, and say Joe Burrow goes in versus Georgia and this Georgia defense, and he legs an egg, he throws two picks, throws one touchdown, and maybe Georgia finds a way to beat LSU. You know, just they're throwing. Out. I mean, it could happen. I mean, for 150 years, what is one championships? Defense has won championships. So is that all of, all of a sudden going to change 150 years in the college football? I don't know. I mean, maybe LSU and this offense is the one to change all that. But if that happens, we could look at something that happened last year with Tua heading into SEC Championship Week as the guy winning it all has a bad game versus Georgia, and all of a sudden Kyler Murray's walking away with the Heisman. So I think Justin Fields is going to close that gap or has the opportunity to close that gap over these next few weeks in the Heisman race to where if Joe does, like I said, have a bad week versus Georgia – I think Fields is, is, is proven enough that he he deserves an opportunity, like I said, to be in New York and possibly win the Heisman. I think the kid is, is electric with his legs, electric with his arm. Uh, they got a great running back, obviously, in Dobbins. So I think they take care of business this week at home. Michigan is playing better. They're playing better defensively. Shea Patterson's not turning the ball over. That's a game that's going to be on the road at the big house, always a tough environment. Uh, but I think I think excuse me, Ohio State is the best team in the comfort, in the country and the best team in that conference. So I think they do take care of business this, these next few weeks. You know, Aaron, uh, I'm curious because you've been through it, and you had, you know, you were um, you were a great player at Georgia, right? And you won a lot of big games down there for the Bulldogs. And and this story coming out of Happy Valley, you, you feel for the the young college player. I mean, I get you know they're fans and they're fanatics and there are people that are willing to say anything, but I mean. When you have to have the quarterback, Sean Clifford, coming out telling reporters on Tuesday that he deleted his social media accounts after receiving death threats and vulgar messages, uh, you know, after their loss to Minnesota on November 9th. I mean, you know, there is no there is no place for that. Uh, there really isn't. And you feel for a guy and you feel for any major college athlete at a big Division One football program or really any program where fans, especially with social media nowadays, I mean, they overstep the bet. They say stuff that they'd never say to your face. One Taz and I talk yeah. about it all the time. And this stuff surrounded Sean Clifford. There's no reason he should be dealing with any of this. No, it, it's nuts. I mean, we're talking about college kids here. You, you don't don't tell me that these kids aren't working their butt off to be the best player they could be. I mean, you, you're going to have games where things just don't go wrong uh, or don't go right. Excuse me. I mean, it just it just happens. I mean, even in the NFL, Tom Brady doesn't always have the best day. Aaron Rodgers doesn't always have the best day. Patrick Mahomes doesn't always have the best day. You're human. You're going to make mistakes. You don't see us going to to your office when you're having a crappy day and you, you miss an assignment or you're late on you're, you're late on your due day or whatever it is, we don't see you. We're not tweeting at you and yelling at you and sending death threats. So I think that the social media and fans nowadays have definitely set the boundary at times of thinking that they can say whatever they want, they can do whatever they want. Oh, I'm just kidding. I don't mean it. Well, it, it's, it's not right, man. You don't say that. And you're right. If, if you see him in the street, I guarantee you're not going to say that to his face. So – uh, the cowardness of using social media is is it's disgusting to me. It's I would be embarrassed if I was a family member of some of these people and I looked at, you know, if I was a parent and I looked at my uh, son or daughter's Twitter account and they were tweeting crap to some college football player, I'm like, who are you to tweet at this person? I mean, this guy is working, like I said, he is working his butt off week in and week out, giving it all to this university, getting the crap knocked out of him in the pocket, getting up and going out there and executing the next play and you think you have the right to go out there and tweet or Instagram or message this guy and send him threats, like, shut up, delete your account, and leave the kid alone. I, I absolutely hate it for these kids, and, and it's just unfortunate that fans 
not all fans. I mean, this is the one or two percent. But these one or two percent think that they can do this. Hey, Aaron, final one for you, uh, and that is: you think Ohio State's the best team in the land? If I was asking, uh, if we were to ask you, to, you know, predict it here, you, you think Oregon ends up getting in? They win the Pac-12. How do you think this all plays out? Who ends up being the top four teams in the land when the final college football rankings come out? So I do think Ohio State after, after it's either after this weekend or after Michigan. Once they kind of beef up their resume. Uh, with top 10 and top 15 teams and, and putting that in the victory chart. Uh, I think Ohio State will jump to one. So in my mind, it's going to be one Ohio State, two LSU, uh, three Clemson, and then four Oregon. And I definitely have um, one and three, I think, are the best, actually the best teams in the country. LSU just has the resume and a big-time resume on Clemson, and Clemson doesn't have the ability here and out the rest of the season to really beef that up with any kind of signature win within the ACC. So – uh, I do think we're going to see Ohio State and Clemson in the national championship. And, and then from there, it's a, it's a coin toss. I don't know who wins the football game. I think both teams are excellent. Like I said, Clemson right now is playing some of the best ball in the country. I think that's going to be a fun one to watch. Hey, Aaron, best of luck in the XFL come February. Great stuff on CBS Sports, and we always appreciate you joining us. All right? We appreciate, appreciate it, Aaron. Time. Thanks, appreciate man. Appreciate it, guys. See you all. You got it. Aaron Murray, CBS Sports College football analyst. So there you have it. I hope Oregon gets in, Taz. I do, too. I do, too. I hope they do, I like his top four. I do, too. If it ends up being that, and I'm not trying to hate on Georgia, I get it, but if it ends up being uh, Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, Oregon, I think that's that's a good four. Ohio State, Ohio State, Clemson, Oregon, and LSU. LSU. Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, I'd like that. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see see Oregon in that. Yeah. you know, I mean, a little he bit feels, of a different feel. You yeah, know? a little bit, right? That's what I was just gonna say. That that's what makes it nice. We'll come back. We got the three for you here on this Wednesday morning. It's Taz and the Moose with you right here, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four two two seven. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, this Sunday you'll be locked in the NFL on CBS, highlighted by a full afternoon of games, including an NFC South clash between the Carolina Panthers and the New Orleans Saints, and the Raiders on the road against the Jets. It all starts... With JB and the guys in the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, only on CBS. Yeah. And CBS Sports Radio's right. toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Yeah, that's it. That's what they well, say. That is it, yes. It. Yes, yes. Yeah, well, uh, you got a lot going on later, huh? You going to be on uh, WFN? You want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be doing a show uh, with <laughs> Maggie answer? Gray today from 1 to 3. Hold on. You see, on, uh, on WFN. Sorry to interrupt you. We'll phone early in a second. But, Andrew, when I said that you're going to be on FAN, I probably, maybe I shouldn't have said that, but the hell with it. Uh, it's a promotion, right? We're all in the same family. Yeah, right. And But you notice, Andrew, his reaction, because once was, you whoa. say FAN, yes. it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because he wasn't in the loop. That well, proved well, off even more. I- incorrect. I've I've known about this. Um, no, you didn't. I I did know before you said it. I was. When actually, did you find out? Um, this morning. Okay. In the window of this morning. I was hoping you were going to say last week. My reaction. No, no, I wanted to get no, a bust. My suggestion. Right. 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 No, last week. Oh my God. 
totals. This is the, the source of my noise. I, you know, the irony and the, uh, the hypocritical nature of this is not lost on me that I get yelled at when I ever mention the fan, but Moose can go host it whenever he wants. Well, he's been on the well, fan for a lot of years. I know. You know that. I know. But if you're bogus, I can understand. Yeah. yeah. We, we tore him a new movie. Oh, yeah. oh, I, oh yeah. you know what? I Destroyed me. Oh, you got to eat. And I reluctantly yeah. went down the hall one, one, one morning. But there was, and it was like a whole that? big problem. Yeah, I mean, but that was. And then his moose what a morning. That was the walking f- over there. <laughs> yeah, right. Most of the whole show. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Got, a, got a haircut. <laughs> not wearing pajamas yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> I don't wear. Uh, <laughs> I do wear very comfortable clothing, usually. <laughs> He's got oh. pants on. He's got pants on. His calves are covered. Yeah, those don't know. We usually wear pants on. are covered, right. Right. I pushed the envelope with shorts. I was wearing. Shorts. I was forty-five yeah. degrees outside. Out. People are like, "Why are you still uh, wearing shorts?" He actually has a tuxedo in the cold. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have talks with Maggie. All right, I'm going to start. Maggie's working. wearing a gown. All right, I'm going to start working the room. <laughs> I got my microphone. I got my little speaker. Yeah, it's right, gonna, exactly. right around eleven o'clock. The set begins. <laughs> With a little old blue eyes. So Wolf Sinatra. Once you're done here at nine a.m. Eastern. On yeah. CBS Sports right. Radio. What job are you doing in between? Oh, no, are, there's no, Are you going to go hang out in Chernoff's office, sitting there with a the Yeah, so I'm going to sit. Right. Guys, go get a bagel or something. Uh, I'm no, going to go no. grab a. I'm going to go grab myself a, a burrito omelet and uh. head on in, and a large coffee, and be like, "Hey, Mark, uh, settle on over. Can yeah, I sit down here? Just sit down. down go with some programming yeah. suggestions. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mark, let's discuss 2020. Let's see what we got lined up on FAN. I'll yeah. help you out. Yeah. <laughs> That's That'd be good stuff. Just do some. You some time to kill. I agree with you. Mikey, Mikey, Mikey B in there with you. I think you should get Mikey B's guys. Yeah, get Mikey B's car. Make some runs. Oh, happy to work for y'all. That's it. Turn on the clock. See what happens. Everybody's happy. Oh my God. Yeah, no, but that's great. You're going to be on the show. Yeah, yeah one to great. three today with Maggie. That's Bart's great. out. He's down in Baltimore, so I'm filling in for Bart. Well, you and, you and, uh, you and Maggie have done a show for like four years, right? Yeah, right here on Saturday Sports mornings. Radio. Yeah, 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 you yeah. joined us all the time. Yeah, that's uh, right. When, yeah, yeah, when you, you know, your specials, uh, when you were uh, popping on, doing those yeah. at the time. You guys on, had uh, me on non-paid spots as a guest. I remember that. Yes, I you always emphasize the positive. It's a paid spot. What do you want me to send you? Twenty bucks in the mail? <laughs> you Venmo him something? Fifty bucks? Thanks for taking some time. What are you, Eli Manning? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Right, Taz joins Maggie and myself on a Saturday morning. I get an invoice. Taz sends me a text. By the way, what's your address? Forty-five dollars. Oh, I'm like, Taz might be sending me something. Maggie show. Uh, it's an invoice from Taz Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> Time is money. Pass you got to send that drop over there to the fan, uh, Pete. That's the, play that again, dude. No, that's yeah, you gotta use you're that. listening to the Moose and Maggie show. Yeah, yes, there you go. That's it. That's she's in drop. that day part already, so she might not be happy. You got top billing if you go over there and do that show. That, today. We're not using that drop. Well, you but should just. For I'm fun stepping in. It's her, her and Bart's yeah. show today. No, it's no, Maggie you, and Moose. No, no, yes, I'll, I know Maggie too. I'll talk to Maggie. You play that spot. I'll talk to Chernoff too. <laughs> Pete will send it over there. We'll take care of it. It'd be good little funny little bit you guys. The should last do. chat with Turn Chernoff for you went well. That went well. Yeah, that went really well. Heard it all over the building. It was like. It went well. Spread like wildfire. It was like, uh, yeah, it was like a snowball being thrown into a barbecue. Yeah, it was uh, like, yeah, that went well. Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't go pitch that for you. No. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Play no. low still. I appreciate it, though. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> I'd take November off. <laughs> like a barroom fight at a nuclear plant. <laughs> right. Taz, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, but but you make a good point. I forgot all about when I mentioned the fan thing while Andrew walked in there because I forgot that he. We kind of got a little tiny bit upset with him when he was on there. Well, you're hanging oh, out tiny. As an update yeah. for It was a more than a tiny. 
also hasn't happened since. But it was fine. Ah, uh, yeah. it's fair. This is a good point. A great man once said, "Ah, yes." Yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Oh my God! Dude, they have an extra back on it. They don't even look at me anymore. Wow. Oh, that's not you. Musa wedge that for you. Musa get it together. I'll have a conversation. He's locked in. I'll bridge that gap. We all need updates. No, but Musa could do that. He's locked in over there. They're all his friends over there. Mike got it. I got it. Turn around later. All right, what's going on, Andrew? Oh, hey, what's guys. going on? Uh, Taking away. So the college <laughs> football playoff selection committee is well aware of Tua Tagovailoa's hip injury, but since Alabama hasn't struggled without him yet, the Tides stay fifth in the new rankings released last night. Nothing changes in front of Bama either. LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, and Georgia remain in the top four spots. Oregon and Utah stay right behind the Tide. 366 days since his last appearance. Carmelo Anthony stepped on an NBA floor last night in New Orleans. 10 points in 24 minutes for the Blazers. I felt absolutely great out there. It was, you know, minor things, but, you know, it was more of the flow of things and, you know, getting used to how the team want to play and, you know, plays and sets and, you know, getting used to the guys on the team. Portland lost again, 115-104, dropping to 5-10 and on the season. The Lakers won again, 5 in a row, 112-107 over the Thunder at Staples. LeBron, 25 points, 11 rebounds and 10 assists, making him the first player ever with a triple-double against every team. Anthony Davis added 34 points and 7 boards. The Warriors snapped their 7-game skid, 114-95 in Memphis. And the Kings outscored the Suns. Holmes rolls through, sets a pick. Bogey takes it, fires for a career high. There he's got it. A career high three-point night for Bogdan Bogdanovich. He also has a career scoring high with 31 points. And his shot has been as pure as the driven snow in the High Sierra. Whatever you say, Gary God, Gerald on like Kings a, Radio. Uh, was that the High Sierra? What was the hell pure was as the driven snow in the High Sierra. Oh, there you go. That's well said. That's a very specific that Northern is. California reference. That Such is. a natural comedy made, too. Uh, it, you know, he sounded very like... Very natural. He kind of sounds like one of those voiceover guys you'd hear like on... um. Like a kid's audio book. Like reading oh, like uh like not like a nursery. Green eggs and ham? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like like he kinda sounds like a childish voiceover man. The bo- uh, the big books now are like the pigeons. Pigeon goes to school, pigeon eats a hot dog. Pigeons are disgusting I rats with wings. But no, but That's what we're embracing very, now for the youth. They're very cute books, right? Or a pigeon is a disgusting they eat their oh, own. Oh, all right. My kids are in the car. They're, they're going to school. <laughs> Like in a car. How, long, how long are they in the long as this drive like, to school, bro? They're, they're, they're all getting dropped off right now. Hi, hi, Donna, like, Jackson, Paul, and Gregory. They're pigeons all, are great. Hello, Hello, can we not talk about the pigeons family? eating yes. their own feces? Well, I didn't want to <laughs> say that. You said it now. I and, we, and, we just, and we just taught them a new word. Well, you did. That was your me. fault. Right. Or on Thanksgiving. <laughs> on Thanksgiving, Jackson will be saying feces. Like, and no, then they'll be like, where did you learn that word from? No, Uncle Taz. That's stuffing. <laughs> that's not feces. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, but the pigeons are disgusting. Uncle Taz says uh, pigeons are rats with wings. They're yeah. dirty birds well, they, I mean, you, you, you kids are smart enough to know this by now. <laughs> they know that rats are filthy The one thing animals. that calms down and the loses they kids, haven't... they're pigeon books, and yeah. Taz just ruined it. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Thank you, Taz. Oh. 
Oh, my God. Sorry, they're I didn't like, know. They're like the pigeon that does a lot of different things. You just ruined it all. <laughs> well, that guy They'll should never open a pigeon for another animal. Again. <laughs> you just took that away from the Belusis household. see a pigeon flying from the house. They're crying, running right. the house. They're oh. running away. They're dirty animals. Start a fire. Right, get them away. <laughs> I'm a dude from Brooklyn, man. Pigeons, are, they're rancid rats. I understand. What I do mean, you think I like? You think I'm walking out and there's rats running through? I didn't grow up in Brooklyn. The no, kids I don't know. live in Brooklyn. Yes, I wasn't raising actual pigeons. Yeah. Yes, it's a right. I, I'm not Mike Tyson. It's not 1983. No, no, no. Roof in Brooklyn. No. In Greenpoint, with a pigeon coop. There was a lot of pigeons in Brooklyn. And and the thing is, like, you got to be careful. I, I'll just call it out, man. They have a, a lot of disease. You can't hold pigeons. They're no disease. one's holding a pigeon. Don't no. hold the pigeon. Who's holding a pigeon? I don't want your kids holding pigeons. They I'm worry. just telling what you. pigeon wants to be held? Well, <laughs> most don't. Until Mike Tyson That's grabs you. Right. When Until Mike Tyson grabs you in his prime, uh, you have no choice as a pigeon. I understand that. It goozles you. Yeah. And actually, you know, it's That's like a you word. Rip, goozles. Goozles yeah. by the throat. But the thing is this. The thing is this. <laughs> Don't let your kids play with pigeons or rats. And that guy should be doing voiceovers. That dude we just played. That was Gary Gerald. How did we get here? <laughs> Can you? Uh, oh, I are talking about the pigeon again. book. I'm an expert on voices. Yeah, let's hear. Yeah, 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 uh, where were we? Uh, this should be it. Holmes rolls through. Sets a pick. Bogey takes it, fires for a career high. There he's got it. A career high three-point night for Bogdan Bogdanovich. He also has a career scoring high with 31 points, and his shot has been as pure as the driven snow in the icy air. What's his name, Pete? You know, John Fast. John Fast, Fast. He sounds like him. Yeah. He sounds like that guy. Sounds, is John Fast that guy? No. No. Does John Fast do voiceovers of picture books? No. Maybe. I can't. Con- I don't know. Uh, I can well, picture maybe. John Fast hanging out with maybe pigeons. Maybe it. Maybe it is. <laughs> I can see him hanging out with pigeons. I think in front I of might want to go hang out with some pigeons. <laughs> he don't stack. I didn't sound like John Fast. He did a little bit. You're right. I, I'm you've, so you've great. With, such a great ear. Dude, my ear for, for oh, voice so and for uh, dictation know, is unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. It really I'm obsessed is. with it. I'm obsessed. It's remarkable. Well, I'm a frustrated voiceover guy. I really am. I mean, instead, I just, I'm a mega star right. national you're, you're radio just host. just doing a national radio show just for fun. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I do, you know, listen, I'm just telling you, that guy sounds like John Fest. Yeah. All right, Jody, a couple of top 10 clashes on the college yeah, football school. <laughs> Very much so. All right, all right, right. He sounds just Bogdan like him. Bogdanovich. Yeah, he sounds just like him. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jody's cup is still here, that Jet Cup. Because no one will touch no it. No one will touch it. Of course, it's just <laughs> things retroactive. It used to be white. Jody. Like, I think I saw a pigeon come out of it earlier. Giants cup. There it is. What else, Bogus? That was a layup. I have no idea. One line joke. Back to you guys. All right, thank you, Andrew. Well done. Well done. We'll come back. We got the undercard for you. Some other things as well. We'll talk maybe about, what do you want to talk about? Some roosters next? I love roosters. Yeah, at least clean. A nice cardinal, a blue jay. They're beautiful. Cardinals are beautiful. Cardinals are nasty. Are they? Yeah. They look gorgeous. I don't Na- know they're nasty. nasty birds. You had an incident? Uh, no, I've just seen them attack other birds. In the, really? On my pro- yeah. Oh, I'm going to no, do all the YouTube. I'm going to do that. Wild turkeys. I know that. But Wild now you just gave me that idea. Nasty. I have nothing to do with that. I have zero to do. I'm going to put on Maggie, Moose, and Maggie. On WFAN, Moose and Maggie. Maggie, Maggie put, and Bart. I'm, I'm going to put. I'm going to put Moose and Maggie on. I'm, that's the name you said to say. I, and then, 
<laughs> and I'm going to watch YouTube videos of Cardinals attacking that, other birds. There you go. That's, that's my that's a, that's a Wednesday for you. There it is, baby. Taz Moose, CBS it. Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, new what time it is. Time to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day. Brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question is from John in Boston. Vegas has the Saints and Pats going to the Super Bowl as the betting favorite. You all agree. Don't forget, you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Hmm. Um, John's in Boston. Yeah. And he said, y'all agree. Yes. Okay. Just want to make sure I got that. He's a southerner that made his way up. up I guess so. Or he's, instead of saying, pack the car, instead of doing that ridiculous accent. Maybe he wanted to throw us off. Came Um, out there with an Alabama y'all. Listen, Saints and Pats are safe. They're known commodities. The Saints have home field. You know it's tough to win down in New Orleans. The Patriots are well on their way to having a home field advantage. Uh, in the AFC playoffs, obviously, if they keep on you know doing what they need to do, big game against the Cowboys this weekend, uh, and they're tough to beat up there in Foxborough. I get why they're the betting favorites. I wouldn't make the the favorites right now. Though. They're not the favorites. They're not going to Super Bowl either. The Patriots, the Baltimore Ravens. But you understand why AFC. they're the favorites, though. I, of course, Brady, Belichick. They're nine and one. I know, dude. I know. But it's the same old. Well, if they're you not needed, going. Well, no, I, I, I would agree with that. If you need to, I wouldn't say it's an impossibility. But right now, Baltimore's playing better football. Doesn't mean they're necessarily playing better football than when the playoffs come around. They've but right now, those. the Ravens are playing better football. As they sit there at 8-2 and two and already beat the Patriots in, in the regular season. Who do you think the best team in the NFC is right now? If it's not the Saints at 8-2. and two. So you don't think you and I are both well, on Baltimore. Me, the, a month and a half ago, I would have said the Rams are going to be, but that didn't happen. And I thought the Cowboys were going to be, but nah, I don't think that's the case either. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. You were saying. No, we both have, are on the Ravens. NFC, obviously the questions there are, you got the Cowboys who are 6-4. and four, Wide open NFC. Packers. Vikings both sitting there at eight and two and eight and three respectively. The Saints are eight and two. The 49ers are nine and one. The Seahawks are eight and two. That's my team. 49ers. Um, I, I think 49ers probably NFC Jones. Uh, that, that's what I'm, I'm just again just spitballing. Now, right now, you would make them the favorite though. I would. I I, I would. I just would. I, I I think the kid Bosa's a hell of an edge rusher, and he's he picks that defense, keeps that defense risen up. Jimmy G does good stuff. I mean, Kittle's out, right? He's hurt. How long? Yeah, he's how, been out. He's been out the last couple of weeks. Been a killer when's in my he fantasy back? team. Do we know when he's coming back? I don't. I didn't see an update this he's week. A difference for... maker, man. He's good, man. Oh, he's very good. I know. I, I I would lean towards. I mean, like I said a while back, I thought it would have been the Cowboys for sure, and I'm still not counting the Cowboys out. I like them, but I just think I don't know. I'm well, right now, who do you, if it's not if the Saints are not the favorite, you would make the 49ers the favorite in the NFC. Yeah, in the NFC. Man, would you put me on a spot here? No, I'm being, I, um, you know, right now, would you make the – I would probably – I have more of agreement with well, the NFC. You me a question. You let me answer the okay. question. I, I'm sorry. You said I need, you're putting me on the spot. You need a minute to it, think. That's, I was how, you that's a, what a I say. To, I, I set it up like that. I give you a second that. to think here. No, but I <laughs> – I'm sorry. I set it up like that. I apologize. Well, I put let myself, me shut my microphone no, up. I did, no, what I do is I set it up that way. Listen, you cannot do this kind of stuff with Maggie. When you ask her a question, let her answer it. 
when you're on with Maggie later on FAN, don't just don't don't do that. You know, let her answer the question. Okay, it's her show, Moose. Oh boy! So, All right, uh, who so do you anyway. like? <laughs> no, I like I. I uh, why are we not talking about the Seahawks in this conversation, by the way? But I'm not going to go. I'm not all in on just Russell Wilson being a guy. I'm tossed between the Cowboys and the uh, and the Niners. I'm going to go 49ers. I'm going to, you know, and my gut says go with the Cowboys. I'm going to inch it out with the 49ers. There, what about you, NFC? Uh, let me think about it for a second. Should I interrupt you now because you're thinking? Yeah, that was the point. Oh, I got, I got the, the joke. Kittle aiming to be the, active. That was the joke. Kittle's aiming. Did you hear what he just said? Yes. Kittle's I, aiming. Yes, I do have ears. I don't know if he just talked he to said me. It, he said, I think Mike he said tricky. it on the air. Mike, he, yeah, well, Mike loves being on the air. You know that. I understand. Yeah, basketball market. drives. When's the next one drop? Uh, Thursday. This Thursday? Will you have any special guests? Uh, for Not on the Thursday episodes. Uh, so, no, no special guests, just the food review from IHOP. You know what's happening to Moose when I go in the control oh, yeah. room during the break while you you're busy working pancakes. in here? That's what, yeah, they were good. Nah, listen, I go in there and I talk to Pete the Body sometimes about wrestling. You know that, right? Oh, really? During the break, yeah. <laughs> Stunning. Mikey B gets so, he feels so out of place that he just starts making noises now. Did you notice that, Pete? He starts making, like, loud noises. Then he starts true. talking about food deliveries. He All wants, true. He, he can't, he's not in the wrestling conversation. Mm. And he wants to be part of Pete Nye's conversation. You notice that, Pete? Uh, yeah, and, and then when he gets involved, he's very proud when he uses some lingo. Yeah, he loves yeah. use wrestling lingo. true again, yes. Yeah, and he'll use it with food delivery lingo. This is my gimmick. Well, yes. that's what he's got to do. Just did it again right that's there. what he's got to do. He's got to get into conversation. Well, he's got. Well, he's sitting there. You're just basically, you and Bellotti are talking about things that not even the biggest wrestling fan would know. Yeah, but we're talking about things mostly my career we're talking about. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, really? You're, wait, hold on a second. You're 80%. Focused, you're focused on you and your career? 80%. We're up to 93. <laughs> I didn't think you were voting. On, I didn't think you were focusing on Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. No, nah, it's mostly me. Right. Uh, yeah. No. He had a great Coco career, Ted. I did beware. beat his brother, Vic Steamboat. A Hercules. That's a whole other story. I beat Vic Steamboat in Parsippany right. and in... Uh, Worcester, the Brooklyn not Brawler. Yeah, no. Nah, so I did beat Vic Steamboat years ago in the IWCCW. Where is Porkchop right now? Porkchop who? There's a guy named Porkchop. Oh, a wrestler? Yeah. Well, you meant years ago, Porkchop Cash. Yes. I'm not sure if he's still with us. He might not be with us? I don't want to he, he He's from a different generation than me. He's an older man. But yes, Porkchop. Porkchop, he used yeah. to He used to be like kind of the guy they'd bring in, wrestle the star and get destroyed. No, you're thinking of a different guy. Oh, I'm thinking, okay. You're thinking of a different guy. No. You know, the guy I'm talking about was, was a star. Oh, no, Back this guy day, was yeah, not yeah, a star. Yeah, I know. would go with, uh, I, I think right now, I would probably take the Seahawks. Uh, well, you love Russell Wilson. I mean, that goes without saying. I do love Wilson. I just love the fact that they're able to Hold adapt. Hold on, Pork Cash is alive. Sorry, I have to say that. Okay, I, 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 would, I just love the fact that they're able to adapt to any game plan. That's where I... Who? Oh, the, the Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah, not yeah, Porkchop yeah. Jones. The Seahawks. Cash. Pork Chop Pork Cash. Pork Cash. I'm sorry. He's still alive. <laughs> he is still alive. He's 72? 72 oh, God years young. God bless him. That's yeah. great. Good. All right. So Pork Seahawks. Cash. Yeah. Seahawks. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. For John in Boston. All right. Under guard. Yes. Go. Taz and the Moose present The Undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. All right, Mike. All right, Michigan football's been hot on the road. Their head coach, Jim Harbaugh, here with a strange metaphor about it. He wants to talk about, well, was it this since the Penn State game, the second half, or, you know, why is your team better? What's the biggest thing? I mean, uh, team's just been improving, been getting better. I mean, you can't 
can't plant potatoes one day and expect to eat potato salad the next day. Okay. So, uh, there's some time, of, time to develop. Of yeah. course. Wow, that was of really course, Of course, of course, yes. You can't, can't right. Plant can't potatoes plant one day potatoes and, and, and have make potato, potato salad, salad the next. The next day. Um, I, I like German. German. I, oh, look. We're with you. German potato salad. That was not planned. I, no, it was not. And I knew you were going to go to food, so I jumped the gun. Do you there. know what the key is in uh, German potato pepper? salad? Close. What's that? Bacon juice. Yeah. That's oh. what's in German potato yeah. salad. Very healthy for your arteries. Well, it's the fat. The fat's the key, but that's yeah. what makes German potato salad really good. As Emerald Lagasse would say, pork fat rules. There you go. Hey, Moose, good job, and look forward to hearing you while I watch Cardinals eat other Cardinals yes. on YouTube while you and Maggie. Was another Cardinals, another bird he was attacking. I'm going to watch all that on YouTube. Pro. Pack a lip and listen to you and Maggie Thank on the you. fan. Thank you, Tess. Good job, everyone. Good job, everyone. Till tomorrow. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.